Tuesday. Um, as you can tell, this is not normally in our Monday schedule, and that is because I actually took a break. Um, I took a few days and I went over to Big Bear with a few friends to just really take on a restful time during this very interesting moment that we're in. But enough about me. So this next person that I'm bringing in, he is actually an English teacher. And as a lot of us know, it's back to school for a lot of folks, for students, for parents of students, and especially for teachers. And to be completely honest, I thought I wasn't going to air this episode. I thought that by around this time of September, we wouldn't be in a further state of uncertainty on how we're going to go about with our education system. Obviously, that's not the case, but this episode was pre-recorded. This was in the early days of quarantine, and it was a nice glimpse of what was going on during that time and a, a sad reminder of the uncertainty that our students and teachers and other faculty are going through during this time. So, sit back, relax, and this is how Mr. Hernandez is doing. We're recording! We're recording, okay. All right. So, <laughs> how are you doing? I am maintaining. Um, just trying to keep busy, um, especially uh, trying to find ways to engage with my students which has been a, a battle, uh, especially with this new grading system we have going on. And basically, it's called harmless grading. And uh, whatever grade the kids had pre-corona, like they had a B on March 13, that's the lowest grade it, their, their, their grade can go, ultimately. So, which I mean, it, it's cool for like the kids who have A's and B's, like, you know, that's the grade they get. You know, they, they don't have to turn any work in. I don't have to penalize them for not doing any work or not or not attending a Zoom lesson. Uh, but it's great. Actually, it's great for the kids who have D's and F's because, you know, they can just pick and choose what assignments to choose from. And uh, they're really taking their learning or really taking ownership in their learning, which is great. But that's the hypothetical. And right now I'm discovering a lot of kids are, aren't really buying in or actually checking out. Uh, so... I have ninth grade kids, uh, ninth grade advanced kids, like the, the overachievers, and they, they attend all the Zoom meetings, they're turning in every assignment, even if they have like the highest, like even if they have like 106 in my class or a 99 in my class, or they're still, you know, coming to class, quote unquote, to the Zoom meetings every day and actually doing the work. Whereas I have some, you know, kids in my regular 10th grade class who are just, I never see them, and they don't turn in assignments, and I mean, this is their time to really bring their grade up, you know, bring their grades um, all the way to B's and A's from D's and F's. And it's frustrating that I'm putting so much work into it and I'm not seeing work from them. So um, professionally, it could be better. Um, but personally, like privately, I'm doing, I'm doing okay. 
um, I'm trying to, to, to maintain sanity. Uh, I actually uh, got like a DJ controller, you know, trying to get, <laughs> uh, get into a new hobby, watching all the shows that I haven't, you know, I've been, that's been on the wayside for a while, catching up on One Piece. There's like 900 episodes. And um, what else have I been doing? Um, reading, reading a lot. I'm, re- I'm, I'm, I'm reading a lot of books. Um, I love reading, and then I think this whole thing has rekindled my love for reading. So, if there's any positives, uh, that that's that. But, yeah. <laughs> so, we'll unpack that. And in terms of like professionally, you know, I feel like as a teacher, you have a very interesting experience of how your day to day is. Like you mentioned. Oh, yeah. You know, you work with the students that are really trying, and then you also see the students that just kind of have decided that, you know, they'll just do what they can, but nothing more. Yeah. So do you think that this whole pandemic is affecting, you know, the younger generation more than people that are our age, or is it more like, you know, our generation has gone through so many things in terms of world events and tragedies that we're just like, okay, I'm done. Bye. Like, how do you think, you know, kind of like you, you're in this generation with us, you know, our age group, like late 20s, early 30s. And then you also have like this kind of foot in the door of the ones that are the future in a way. I think when it comes to that, the, the differences on how it will impact us, I think for the youth, for the, young, for the kids, they'll have longer lasting impact. Um, for one thing, many of my students, I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're sheltered in, in, in a home. They don't drive. You know, they can't go out. They can't see their friends. Whereas as an adult, like, yeah, although we're supposed to be quarantined or locked down, we, we can go outside. We can go to the store, get stuff. And, and, and leave our, our, our domains, but for kids, um, that social interaction they get from actually going to school, like a lot of them are realizing that, you know, they've been like dreading school the past like six, five or six years old, can't go to school, I hate it. But now they're realizing not only does school have, of course, academic benefits, but um, the social interactions, they're, they're missing out on that right now. And you know, they, tell me Mr. N- they tell me Mr. Hernan is like, no, I never thought I'd miss school this much, but I, I actually do. And I even miss you. That's, that's crazy. Um, but I feel them. I, I miss my kids, man. It, it's, it, I don't know. Education's meant to be in the classroom. I, um, so I, it's, I have so much respect for those teachers who actually, you know, get things done virtually. And because I'm not built this way. You know, I, I'm, I'm built to be in the classroom in front of my kids, uh, having, you know, classroom discussions, you know, bouncing ideas off one another, working in groups. That's where learning, that's where real learning comes when through collaboration in person. Um, but yeah, I, I just really feel for those kids right now. And especially uh, when kids don't see each other for a long time and, and they're alone with their own thoughts. And I mean, I don't want to assume the worst, but um, yeah, it, it, it can be very detrimental. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I feel like even right now, being alone in my own thoughts can be a process. Yeah. So 
don't know. I think that's what I was always thinking about. You know, you're, you're not my only teacher friend. I have other teacher friends and seeing how just on social media, how they're all processing things. You know, some of them work with younger kids. Some of them work with older kids. Some of them um, have already homeschooled their children. And this is kind of like a, oh, this is it. This is, you know, um, that was always kind of where I was, where my thoughts go is, you know, how are these institutions that are supposed to be in, you know, a safe environment, an environment of, like you said, social interaction, human to human interaction. You now, yeah. how are they faring? Yeah, and I mean, we could talk about like the, the education gap that this whole thing is going to cause. Like, there's going to be gaps in their in their education, no doubt. But mm-hmm. you no, know, that that comes with this. But I'm more concerned about emotionally. Like, how are these kids going to fare after this? Or how, I mean, how they're faring now, you know, some of the, mm-hmm. I reach out to my kids and even after our Zoom meetings, I'm like, I'm going to be here for the next 15, 20 minutes after our Zoom, Zoom class just to hang out. If you want to hang out, you can hang out with Ms. Hernandez. We can just chop it up. Um, and some, I'm, like, maybe five or 10 kids will just stay there and we'll, we'll, we'll talk and they'll, they'll, bring, they'll bring in their pets and um, ask them how their day went, what they're watching, what they're doing and what they're eating and just asking them, how are they? So um, I'm there as emotional support too, but I can only do so much. I mean, I, I, I have 180 kids, but actually since this whole thing's happened, I, I can't say uh, that I've, I've, I've interacted with every single one of them. Some of them I haven't talked to since March. It's scary. And I'm concerned. <laughs> that is yeah. really scary. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so now that you're kind of in this space of trying to be an emotional support, for your students, you know, who's, who's your emotional support through all of this? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I try to talk to my friends as much as possible. Like, uh, my, my closest group of friends who I've known for 20 plus years, like we, we've actually made a schedule like every Friday night, we're going to hang out. And, uh, uh, sometimes we get like maybe up to 10 people on the zoom call, or just maybe five and that's fine. Uh, but, I think not just for me, but for them, it gives them opportunity to, to, to release and just, you know, we're, we're helping each other navigate <laughs> uh, through, the, through this weird time right now. Um, I live with my folks, um, so it's great that I'm not totally alone. Um, so I, I think emotionally I'm okay, uh, but I do miss going out like with people. I miss meet, meeting new people, you know, that, that sucks too, like. You know, dating you can't really date much <laughs> i mean you got the quarantine thing going on a quarantine dating what was it bumble or something you got some you got some stuff going on but how, how much can you really do with that i don't know but yeah i'm all right i'm okay that's good yeah i mean i feel like that's always something that i wonder is the people that offer all of the emotional support whether it be personally whether it be online whether it be you know just being like that open book you're like oh who's the open book for them who's the person that you know so oh actually some of my some of my students uh parents have emailed me you know telling me to keep up the good work and they all my hard work is not going unnoticed and they appreciate me being there for their kids so um that that helps me out uh, that helps me, me know that or that validates what I'm doing here and as a teacher and uh, that keeps me going so uh, 
I'm, that makes me happy. Yeah, I mean, personally, my best teachers have always been my English teachers. You know, <laughs> my ha! <laughs> Shout out to you, English teacher. Yeah, but I guess like one to kind of go a little bit on a tangent. My high school English teacher messaged me on my birthday, and he said the most satirical, <laughs> off-topic birthday greeting I've ever had. But that was probably the most hilarious thing that I've heard that day. Because, you know, from a string of, like, happy birthdays, happy birthdays, you know, he was like, well, you survived. <laughs> Good job. I'm glad you have that relationship. Like, where you guys, I mean, it seems like you, you had the same, per not uh, same sense of humor and uh, the rapport there. That's great. After all, after I all mean, these. I mean, honestly, well, because I had an amazing small group of English teachers, I could figure out from the four of them where my sense of humor comes. It's like I'm a little little pie, a little pie chart. I'm like, all right, quarter here, quarter here, quarter here, quarter here. So that's why I always feel like during this time, teachers are so important. They're so, so important and just kind of giving another glimpse of a life that we currently have right now. And um, I actually, I feel for my seniors, man. Like, I, 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 only, I only teach ninth and 10th grade, but uh, the senior class now are my first crop of kids. Mm. So they're, they're, my, they're my first students I've, ever, I've had professionally as a full-time teacher, and I've seen them grow over the years. Now you know, they don't have the, the senior year they, did, they deserve. You know, they don't have prom. They don't, they don't have those, those um, you can't walk. You know, they can't get graduate in the ceremony. Um, so I really feel for them. And, I, you know, I, I have reached out. Uh, some of my current kids, uh, they have siblings that are seniors, and, yeah, I've had them before. So I was like, hey, can you tell so-and-so that, you know, Mr. Hernandez is reaching out and saying, uh, hopefully everything goes fine. And I don't know. It's I feel for them, and I can only imagine what they're going through. It's so weird. It's so weird. It's, it's so weird celebrating celebrations right now you know sure. birthdays and graduations not just you know the positive ones also like the really heartbreaking ones like funerals yeah. um saying goodbye to your family members and social distancing you know like that's always something that I was thinking about um yeah I, I celebrated my birthday during quarantine and that well, was, was I, I agree with you it, yes it, it was uh, yes. last month Yes, it was last month. It was, um, it was four weeks into quarantine. And it was during the time where I think we all had like that little teeny tiny shred of hope that like, oh, it's really just going to be two weeks. People are going to get it together. No, we're all going to come together. Yeah. And then it became four weeks. And now we're in eight weeks coming in nine. And, you know, like, if not for my full-time job, I don't even would know what day it is. <laughs> if we're going to be super honest. Yeah. We're just losing track of time right now, losing track of days. Like, I, I mean, I, my schedule is weird. Like, I, I only teach um, Monday, Thursdays for one hour. Or actually, mm -hmm. no. So I teach two Zoom sessions on Monday and two Zoom sessions on Thursdays. So, like, four hours a week. 
and during I have, I have plenty of downtime. Of course, I'm grading and, and planning and stuff, but I have a lot of free time, and and so it seems like because everything's routine now. It's it's I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's just there's no excitement. <laughs> it's it's kind of like how I've likened it is. You know that meme that came early on where, like, nature is healing or whatever? Yeah. You know, it's like, yes, nature is healing, but we can't enjoy that healing. Yeah. Because we're inside. Yeah. And, I mean, now I'm sure, like, things are reopening. But that was something that I, myself, was like, that meme is funny, but it can get dark. Yeah. <laughs> We didn't get we didn't get dark without me real quick. I'm not gonna go there, but you know I think like you said, like it becomes sort of a routine that like the spark of life has just kind of been like put in a little tiny box, tiny concrete box, oh. um, and you try to like chant like this is good for me, this is for my health, this is for my community, my family, my friends, but you know there's always that one little tiny 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 voice like. We could go to the beach. I I haven't been to the beach yet, so I can. <laughs> I, I refuse. <laughs> I'm um, good. Uh, I watched very little of the news. I try to kind of condense it to a five minute read and move on. Oh, um, Props to you. Well, no, it's for my sense of sanity. I yeah. I know where I know where my mind goes when I consume too much. And just like kind of having that self-discipline of like, I just need to know a few things. Are we still stuck at home? Is this still thing? Is this whatever this is virus still going on? How are my friends and family doing? And then that's it. You know, all the little like minute details. My okay, it's, it's fine. Like, I'm not even thinking about a vaccine. I'm not trying to think of treatment. I was like, are we, am I still stuck here? Yes or no? And then if the answer is yes, I was like, all right, we're good. <laughs> Moving on. That's, that's, that's a great approach to the news. Um, I mean, the more I watch the news, the more I get angry. And uh, lately, like the fr last, this past week, I haven't watched as much news as I have the previous week. I was, I was just watching news, like all kinds, like, from all outlets, my, my parents are, are hardcore, like, right. And, uh, you know, I, I will watch what they watch just to, just so I can just see their, their thought process. And I'm just like, like, I don't know. I don't know if you want this podcast to go that way, but I'll, yeah. I'll just share the details. Uh, just, yeah, it just, it just makes me mad what's going on right now. So <laughs> I had the, the trajectory. I yeah. had that whole, like, stages of grief thing. It was like, denial I forget what they, those are anymore I haven't figured out the stage of grief since my dad died two years ago um so you know I went through I felt like all the stages and I haven't reached acceptance yet because that would you know accepting what's going on is such a loaded action it's like where are you accepting are you accepting that you're stuck here forever are you accepting that you know the government isn't helping you are you accepting that are you what are you accepting so i'm not in that i think i'm more of just like the being aware and being vigilant of 
what will make me happy right now and what will make me angry That's right important. Now. You can only control what you can control. And if, you, if, if we're going to worry about how our government's handling it and what's happening on the outside, you know, we're only going to drive ourselves mad. So only be concerned with what's going on in, in our homes <laughs> and with, our, with people we love. And if that's the case, then we'll be better off for it. Um, yeah. So good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. It took eight weeks. <laughs> hey, we're there now. We're there now. You know, I just, I've, I've accepted the fact that, you know, it's not going to go back to normal. Not anytime soon. And uh, when it comes to education, like, yeah, uh, we only have one more month left in the school year. And um, I don't even know, like, how it will be uh, coming back next year. Like, we'll still be doing this because – I don't see um, us, I don't see schools, you know, opening their doors uh, to 2,000 kids coming in like, like, like before. It's going to be way different. And I think over the summer, we're going to, you know, San Diego Unified is going to have to probably sit down and think of, of ways to make this safe. Like maybe we'll have the kids stay in one room the entire time and have the teachers move around. Or maybe uh, kids will come to school on certain days. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, we're doing the overhaul. We're, it's going to be way different. And I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of scared, kind of excited about that. But it, for the most part, I'm, it's just more of uncertainty. And on that note, uh, before I close things off, I just want to encourage everyone to check up on their teacher friends to check up on parents that have school-age children right now your graduate school friends your TAs professors and lend a hand whether it be financially whether it be emotionally you know anything that you think would be a source of encouragement for them during this really really uncertain time and with that i will be back next week back to our normal schedule of mondays and i hope to see you all there all right bye everyone